Hey y'all, it's your girl Charvon. It's Sappy. Hey Ty here. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about scams in America. Now I know y'all might be asking yourselves, which ones? All <laughs> of them. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not a whole bunch of scams out there. But we're going to be focusing on college scams, professional scams, and some voting slash political scams. Some people may not have experienced these things firsthand, but I mean, I'm sure y'all didn't heard some of y'all family and friends complaining. So to start things off, when it's time to go to college, what is the number one concern or question that people ask about? <laughs> that that's sh- money. money. <laughs> Where we gonna get that sh- money from? I would be quick to take their money too. So, uh, honey, man, colleges and student loans are like. Bonnie and Clyde, they like Ben and Jerry's because them niggas, they they get along together great. <laughs> <laughs> like colleges was like, hey yo, we gonna charge this, and student loans was like, we got you, but we gonna charge interest on what you charge, and we both gonna make this money. <laughs> yo, you know what that reminds me of? That video of that lady on Twitter when she was crying because she she took out a loan for eighty thousand dollars, she paid a hundred and twenty thousand dollars, and she still owed fifty thousand dollars. Talk about a scam. (laughs) I don't want to get money like that. Honestly, I I wanted to cry for her because I'm like, inside, damn, that's me too. (laughs) I owe so much in student loans. I need Sally Mae, Miss Mary Mack, all them niggas to hit me up because I need that money the way they're getting it. Honestly, I'm trying to figure out how you get into the student loan business because I know that it's very lucrative. I think it's probably, they probably start off as Forex traders. (laughs) (laughs) Ayo. <laughs> the schemes is crazy. <laughs> no, but it's it's really just crazy to me because what they'll do is they'll create these exponential interest rates on a loan. Man. And they'll educate you on it. Right. And but you know you need the money but, to go. But to look, they swear they educating on you because you gotta take a quote unquote entrance exam or counseling, counseling Bruh, for like, it. Let me hurry up and get this shit over with. They keep and, and that's what right. every eighteen year old is thinking. That's what every kid is thinking who's about to go to college. They're not thinking about that. They've been on social media their whole life. Exactly. They press a button, watch a little clip and dip. Like all it's, you gotta do is Type in some answers. How much is this after this? It's this much. Cool. I'm out. Like, exactly. Like that insurance counseling doesn't do anything. Like the reality is you got to really sit down, read, comprehend, take notes. Like that should be an entire class. If anything, that should be a freshman class. Like I think that should have been a high school or, class. Or, yeah, I was about to yeah, say a high school I mean, class before you even go to college. It's it crazy. could be a high school class before you go to college, but... High schools are scams too, and they're not trying to prepare you for the real world. <laughs> no, to a certain extent. Technically, 
they're not supposed to prepare you for the real world. Your parents are supposed to prepare you for the real world. When, Unfortunately, there know. is a <laughs> there's like a, a break in time where parents are just like, well, the school is going to do it. And then the schools are like, well, the parents are going to do it. And then it's just like, no one talks about anything. Well, back in my mom's day, there was no cap on student loans. No cap, no cap. So, so you could take out we not Yes, wow. but that was before the market crash. So she's like, you know... X amount two hundred thousand dollars in student loan debt. I can't even get that. Your mom? A, yeah. Well, I don't know how much it is now, but when I was growing up, that's how much it was. Mm-hmm. But I can't even get that much. It's like, probably like three hundred thousand now. Out that much, probably. <laughs> With the interest rates, you never know. Maybe that's she need wild. a sugar daddy. <laughs> that's a scam too. Oh, it's all scam. <laughs> is it a scam if you getting the money though? Anyway, I just feel like. College is a scam in different ways because you, I mean, yes, you have your financial ways that it could be a scam, but if you think about all the general education classes that we have to take that we already took in high school, that is just taken again, or that we could take at a community college. Pre-algebra. Man. I took algebra in the ninth grade. I took algebra, pre-algebra, pre-cal, like, what's the reason? I feel like they're teaching you the exact same thing just to get more money out of you. Absolutely. They want to make sure they keep you there for four years. Because honestly, if if I came to college knowing I wanted to be a nursing major or whatever, and I come in taking my nursing classes, I can get out in two years and be in my family. Honestly. But college is going to be like, no, 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 you need to take... These courses to educate you, your general education course. I already know basic math. Come on, like, why are y'all making me take it again? Honestly, Absolutely. I don't know math, though. I'll be struggling. I'll be seeing them try to do PEMDAS on Facebook, and I'm like, honey, honey. And I get that they're <laughs> trying to have everybody be on the same level, but if I'm a transfer student and I come from another school that I took my other general education they don't classes, accept it. how do you know even that I'm on the same level? I might be advanced, I might be more advanced. They do accept it if it comes from like a community college within the state. And Speaking stuff like from that. Experience, I can say that when I went in, Hampton accepted my music classes. Mm-hmm. However, However, they didn't, they didn't, which is crazy to me. They accepted my music classes that I took already as far as like basic theory, but they didn't accept the basic math that I had already taken. They didn't accept my biology class that I had already taken. So like biology with lab. Yeah. But no, and what's crazy is if I'm not mistaken, they took the lab portion, but not the bio portion, which I was like, how does that make sense? They usually do that, though, for STEM. That's so like, stupid. Programs, like, any science, you know, math, anything like that, they're going to do that for. I couldn't do it's it. It's just weird to me because if you would have went in state in Virginia and you would have went to community college, still took all those courses, they would have transferred over easily. And so they do it based on your location. Mm-hmm. So because you came from Maryland... Merlin. Not Merlin. <laughs> <laughs> they do it based on your location. They don't trust the community college you went to, so to speak. But Man, that's well, I know because I know Virginia has that pathway yeah. program. Thing. A lot of states have that but, though. Okay, well, so. like Maryland has it for Maryland schools. So if he went from his community college to, let's say, he went to Bowie. It would accept all that general education, but if he went to Damn, Virginia that. Community <laughs> College and went to Bowie, they not accepted. Not it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's a scam in itself. Yeah, it's a learning process though. So when I have kids, I already know what's up. Yeah, now, but like my parents didn't warn me. I'm already in the situation. Like, well, <laughs> I feel like for me it was different because my parents didn't go to school in America, so we didn't have that. I think like my guidance counselor. Knew- I'm sorry. Hold on, real quick. Sabi, where are you from? 
Don't do that. Afri- <laughs> Africa. She's not from Africa. <laughs> Africa is a continent. There right. are several countries within okay, Africa. Okay, you still from Africa, god damn it. Okay, and I'm from Sierra Leone, West Africa. No us. Anyways, mm-hmm. moving along. My parents <laughs> both it. went to <laughs> school. <laughs> both went to college in Sierra Leone. And my guidance counselor knew that both my parents were college educated. However, she didn't know that they weren't educated in America. And their school system is way different than what it is, you know, back home. So, they don't have to do FAFSA. Like, that's not a thing. January 1. <laughs> Fill out that FAFSA. <laughs> out that like, FAFSA. gotta do it. Like, you get that money. Now you do it October 10th. Or October. You can't, Why so early? They do, because people will be like, man, how am I supposed to know all this stuff? You could do it before you even do your taxes. Yeah. But that's things that people would not know. If your parents didn't keep updated on that stuff. So your parent hasn't dealt with this for, let's say they waited and had kids like normal people do. Not my parents, but normal (laughs) people. Let's say, you know, they graduated 21 and then they wait 10 years to have kids. That's already 28 years because you're already 18 Mm -hmm. plus the 10 years they waited. That's already 28 years since the last time they did anything to do with student loans. They don't know what's going on. So they might have your best interest at heart, but they don't know how to, you know, maximize on that, how to make it for you. So even for us, like when we get older, we have kids. Probably by the time our kids are eighteen, it's gonna be something totally, totally different. different. Like they're gonna have a retina scan. They're gonna be like, "You owe me money with a retina scan and a minute black." I don't know what's happening. Like, I, I was hoping Michelle Obama was gonna come through with the man. free college, man. Like, hopefully that honestly, that I feel like this election in. has to. They have to. It has to kick in at some point. Like, it's not just this election, but it's just so much going on around education in the world currently. Like, if you think about it's so many debates and now especially because a lot of HBCUs are getting funding and they're getting a lot of money for their schools and you know PWIs are like well are they getting a good education or is the education subpar at HBCU conversation of whether an HBCU is educating you as good as a PWI is BS I feel like my education is just as good as anybody else it's really BS I think it depends on whatever department you're in let's be real no that is true however I'm talking about the general university across the board but I don't think you can speak on the general university because universities are are divided into different majors so based on my major in college did my specific school of music prepare me for the real world as well as i feel like a pwi did absolutely not hell no but that's crazy because okay you don't compare other pwis to other pwis unless it's like in football and you know basketball things like that but when you compare an education you're not like well i think vcu is better than well, no, people do that richmond all the time. yeah people do, like, definitely do that all the time versus regular college yes ivy league versus regular colleges but if you put all those regular colleges on a platform and let's say you're going for a job and i put that i went to vsu mm-hmm. if you're not from virginia you're not going to know that Virginia State University is an HBCU. That's true. Because well, who all you, talking you see about? The is people Virginia State their, University. You're talking about the people who see in their uh, degrees? The people, or, yeah. Why, why but, else do we but, get degrees? But I'm not, I'm not speaking for what they see. I'm speaking as an individual who actually went. And I'm just speaking for myself as, like, I don't think my college prepared me 
um, as well as a predominantly white school would have prepared me when it comes to going out into the real world for my job. And for, for your job specifically. Yeah, for, for music specifically. See, because but I, I feel like I've been prepared very well with all the runaround and all the bullshit <laughs> I had to deal with at Hampton. But, but I feel like I in that never. conversation, is it because it is a PWI or is it because it is an HBCU? I feel like you separating it, at them teaching you had nothing to do with it being an HBCU. I just think it's just the teachers that they had at that HBCU. You get what I'm saying? Well, hold on. And yeah. you are absolutely right. But And I can speak on this. Because I was a transfer student, I went to Prince George's Community College. Now, it's a community college, and I can't really say it's a PWI. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I would like to say is I, it was actually a well-diverse school. I saw white people, Asian people, black people, Latinas, whatever the case may be. However, my music instructors were all white. Mm-hmm. They were all white. It was two women, three men, mm-hmm. all white. And I promise you, I learned more in Ooh. one year. Wow. I, I feel like I learned so more in one. Better than the black <laughs> <laughs> no, probably just more developed though. But no, you think about it. If you go to your parents and you're like, "Yeah, I want to do music," as a black person, they're gonna be like, "Music what?" First of all, I tried to do that. And music that was shut down what? So quickly, it, exactly. <laughs> See? But, but hold on, real quick. But it's not to say that you know, oh, blacks are better than whites. But the reality is, I mean, they so happen to be white. And then when I went to my college, majority of the professors were black. Um, you know, minus two or three, mm-hmm. but. If I'm being real, just the way the white teachers taught me, like their um, method going into it was a lot different, but also better. Some of these black teachers that I dealt with, some of them are very knowledgeable as far as music is concerned and can do what it is that they're, we're talking about, it's but they the aren't teachers. necessarily the best teachers. teachers. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there are other methods and, uh, you know, ways that you get students to learn that they wouldn't really try to uh, switch up or, uh, oh, you don't understand it this way? All right, well, let me let me try it this way, you know? And but pe- I, feel, I don't know. I feel like that's not a PWI versus an HBCU thing. I just think it's that yeah. teacher versus this teacher. Because I feel like if you went to Juilliard and they have a black music teacher, that black music teacher is probably going to be one of the best teachers ever. And like, it's also about the tools you're given. Yeah. Like, if you start off at a school that already, in, you know, is talking about music, is advancing you in music, and you're able to go somewhere with that, that's cool. But if you start off at a public school and you use music as an escape, you, not everybody's going to want to escape the same way. So you, it's going to be hard for you to relate to somebody who didn't yeah. come from where you came from or trying to explain or teach what you know based off of what you've listened to and what you've collected mm-hmm. because only you know how to teach you. Mm-hmm. You don't, you, that doesn't necessarily mean you know how to teach other, other people. people yeah. But I feel like maybe that is a HBCU evaluation of teachers, maybe? Maybe, yeah. Also, people be lying. Like, <laughs> also, be lying oh, on their resume. That? Oh, absolutely. Like, they be lying about what they're qualified for anyway. Like, and not many people check back on behind that, which is really a scam in itself. Mm-hmm. But they don't check back and be like, oh, yeah, you really didn't do this. You didn't do that. You didn't do I this. I mean, it's weird because Hampton, I know specifically Hampton does those teacher evaluations. And I'll be frying the hell Man, out of my teachers. They don't care about them. Oh, my professors, excuse me. I be frying the hell out of my professors, and they be coming back the next thing, the next year, and I'm like, housewife. And nothing changed. Nothing, nothing changed. They didn't what make was no that, adjustments to their teacher style. 
Oh, we're not gonna call out no names. Oh yeah, but you know what I'm names. talking about. He was on. He was getting recorded. The news stations was around. Oh. He had to go. Like it was a whole situation. But everybody had talked about this teacher and said he was the worst teacher. And then here he come and scamming us. <laughs> and, and, the scam continues. The scam continues. So based off of the scam of college, do you think college prepares you for the real world? It prepares you for the wor- real world to a certain extent. Absolutely. Do you think it's necessary for to, to be in college, See, to be in the real world? College is all about networking. And I wouldn't have came out of my shell unless I had went to college. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be able to network and get to know people and, you know, be able to, you know, promote your products or promote Tyrone's page to people who I feel like could promote it more mm-hmm. if I w- hadn't gone to college. Because I was shy as hell before... I went to college. And it might also be alcohol. So maybe you just turn to alcoholism. <laughs> you know, start drinking alcohol and you'll be able so to they, so, network. So you think that that situation in college teaching you how to drink alcohol is what made you out of your shit? I, I really hate to say it, but I was like so into myself. And I was like, in my mind, I'm like, nobody likes me. I don't know. People stare at me. Blah, 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 blah. And then I started drinking. And maybe not like every week, but like Thirsty Thursdays, you know. Every week. Deonica came I, out. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? I'm never going to see these people again. I might as well make an impression because what can I lose? Like, and then when I had that mindset, everything from there, I just continued that. Like, even if it's a bad impression, you still remember me. And that might get me somewhere someday. True. That's your networking. I yep. mean, no. But she, yep. she, she right. She she is right. And I can honestly say the same thing. I felt like I was always an outgoing person for the most part and very likable. But when I went to Hampton, it was kind of weird for me because I, I was starting two years after the typical college student as a freshman. And so going, getting there, I didn't really know anybody. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, just from where I'm from, it's just like, man, if I don't know you, I don't have nothing to say to you. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's like, yo, you're in a whole completely same, different yeah. setting, yeah. environment, culture. It's like, you got to get past that. And eventually, like around my sophomore year, I did. And so the networking, like Charvon said, just became a little bit easier and better. And now, you know, years later, out of college and grad school, it's just like, man, it's crazy because I see people I haven't seen in in such a long time or even people from college and, you know, you see people doing their thing and it's like, hey, let's connect. Let's do this. Let's find ways to do this. Oh, I know this person that can do it. So you really start to, like, use people to your benefit and then you not just for your benefit but then you allow people to use you to help out others as well because you want the same thing in return i will say without college i would not have that mindset though like so when you say did college help you definitely because i wouldn't have been able to do that and i've been i lived in small towns i've lived in places where people are just like i'm gonna just stay here Mm -hmm. i'm good with this and that mentality like when they go places or they go other places they don't have that mentality after they gotten the education experience. or experience that they require to do it. Uh, speaking of experience, well, let's, let's talk about these professional scams. <laughs> <laughs> Not one, the 419. <laughs> but really. <laughs> because the one thing I hate is once you graduate... Uh. You try if you graduate. You, if, right, if you graduate. Or that, maybe, that financial scam. Right. Or maybe you took an extra year or two. Or Tyrone from Howard stole all your money. Oh, man. <laughs> but like so Ran if you graduate and you the first thing we try to do is get a job. Mm-hmm. But then the first thing they'll tell you is we can't hire you because you, you don't have experience. enough experience. 
What was all the four years so, I was put in at the factory for? What was that? <laughs> so it's like, why am I working so hard for four years to get a degree just for you to tell me I don't have experience and now I'm ducking, trying to talk to people, use my connections, you know, to get in somewhere and get a job so I can get experience, get experience so that if I do need to get another job, they're not telling me, oh, you don't have enough experience. Right. However, it'd be that BS when it said you need five years experience, you need a master's degree, and then your uh your salary is fifteen dollars an hour. Where did I have the time? Like where did I have the time to de- get a degree? How are you gonna experience? have five years like, experience and you did what two years of an internship in college? Like how right. where were you supposed to start these experiences in elementary how school? How you gonna have ten years experience and be twenty years old? That's my question. <laughs> like this is for an internship. This is a free free position and you asking for all this? What is, what is y'all doing? Like I just I, I don't understand that. And I don't, who, who is the person in HR who sits and creates this and say, aha, this is exactly what we're looking for. I don't know, but they, they used to credit card swipe because they scammers for real. Like, <laughs> I don't know, them HR people, they be scamming too. <laughs> it's so many, so many ways to get scammed while trying to get into a job. I actually, even on Indeed, some of those are scams. Like you go and apply to a job and then they'll send you something. I definitely applied to a job that I was like, wait, this don't, this don't yeah, make sense. Yeah. Because you will apply and then somebody will send you some like an email talking about, oh, I need you to apply uh, to this link. Yeah, to do, do it on this link or I'm going to send you a check and you need to endorse this check. And I'm like, I'm oh, like no, I'm trying good. to get you. <laughs> I'm like, hmm. I ask, hmm. And then the biggest scam of all to me is is jobs or careers asking you to stay loyal to them and not switch up, you know, when a better opportunity presents itself. Honestly, I'm out. If, if I see a better opportunity and I've been at this company for a year, I am out. And that's what I'm saying because... I feel like that's a millennial thought, though. Yeah, but where are you for our parents? That's what we saw. Where were you when the housing market crashed for our parents? Where were you as a job for, you know, the people before us? Nowhere to be found. Exactly. So why am I be loyal to y'all? Like, money over everything, right? Like, <laughs> And I just feel like, let's say if you, you working so hard busting your butt for this company and something happened to you, that company gonna be like, oh, damn, she down and out. Let's go grab All somebody right, else. The like, right. they, they not even gonna be like, oh, she's been with us for so long. We're gonna make sure we take Now, that's not, not to say, that's not to say. But that's gonna be your coworkers, not even your job. But it's like, not to say that there aren't some companies that actually do that. Because there are some, but it's like, it's very few. Rare. It's very few. <laughs> You know what I mean? But it's like I it's I don't get it because it's like you these com- some of these companies have so much money. Man. But are and then your tripping, bonus be twenty dollars. Right. But are tripping <laughs> to dish some out for the people like who's allowing their business to continue and grow. And that is the scam of capitalism. <laughs> like if everybody just say, Yo, we not working for you, you're done. <laughs> Shout you're, out to Jeff Bezos. We love you. Your business is done. <laughs> Shout out to Amazon because this podcast will do whatever. But yeah, honestly. like honestly, that's that, really capitalism is a scam in itself. That like, is the number one scam of the world. And, and, and money every scam makes the world go just branches off of that. Like every scam branches off of capitalism. Because if you think about it, we're saying that we put a dollar. We value a dollar. More than a life. A life. <laughs> that's craziness. Like, that's the most, I don't know. Like, I be in some messed up situations, but that's the most messed up thing I could think of. 
a dollar more than a dollar. Yeah, like it makes no sense. Like you see those commercials and be like, "Don't need a dollar it. a day." It makes no sense. Anywho, but you see those commercials like donate a dollar a day to help you know this starving fifty cents a day could feed. But somebody. people starving down the street in America because of capitalism like that's the scam to me not only are you profiting off of the negative but you're also profiting off of the positive and when i say that i mean like you're profiting off of your profit people who are feeding into you anything like that Mm -hmm. but you're also profiting off of the people who you're exploiting to get those needs met to make whatever you're making or to deliver whatever product you deliver so at the end of the day, it's all a scam. It just depends but on I, who's scamming who. I feel like with that mindset, like the United States having that mindset, if we were to change from a capitalist society to, let's say, a socialist society, how would that be any yeah. better? Pyramid like schemes we, would be out. That's all I'm going <laughs> to say. But I feel like because we've, been, because we've been in this type of society for so long, if we try to change to anything else, we would completely no, fall we're apart. so used Niggas to fucking each other over. crazy. Like literally, we're so used It'll to fucking each other. Uh, we're so other used over. to it. Yeah, we like, can't change it up. No, we need to fuck somebody over each day. Like it doesn't matter how. Like I, I don't know. People might think that they are not fucking each other, somebody over some way. But think about it. If you're a cop and you go in, you have a quota to meet as a cop. Why? Because they need money to fund the roads for yeah. something. That's capitalism. This mm-hmm. is how everything works. So somebody is going to end up fucking somebody over. It's the circle of capitalism. <laughs> yeah, it just may not affect certain people directly, but it's like I you don't like even always affect every single yeah. No, no, absolutely. Oh, but I'm saying situation. certain certain forms of capitalism. Mm-hmm. It's like like she said with the rose. It may not affect people that he may know, I mean, or that person directly, yeah. but it may indirectly affect somebody yes, else. Yeah. You know, but sometimes when it don't affect you, you you good you chilling but sometimes we're so intertwined that we don't realize it affects us like that is true like people just now realizing black lives matter this year you know what it was because everybody had to sit and pause and then they were like dang someone got killed dang that black life actually did matter and we've been sitting here trying to we've been telling you this since we stepped foot on this land and you just now surprised like come come on it's 2020 but it affects them because they're seeing it directly if they weren't seeing it before, nothing's getting done about it. Shout out to Carla Kaepernick. Yeah. I mean, they, they they say that they, you know, are with us, but it is what it is. That's another topic, though. <laughs> yeah, another that's, topic for another day. That's crazy. <laughs> but I feel like with capitalism, that also goes into voting, you know? Like, if we just vote, if you vote we could change something. We could change, but... That's a scam. <laughs> scam. Because what they don't tell you... <laughs> It's, it's how many how many um chains of command you got to go through Man. just to get certain things passed Child. in order to change the things that we truly want to change. And then we got to worry about the people that's in office who may be conservatives, who are white, who Man. don't who don't and won't allow these things to change. And then we talk about um what is it the um House of Representatives uh is it the, yeah. House, the House of Representatives who is. It's supposed to represent us. But but <laughs> you can stay in there until you die. It, no, no. You're uh, talking about the um, what Supreme is it? Court. Supreme Court. You know what I'm saying? 
where it, and that's where they make the laws. Like right. that's the craziest. But thing it's ever. like so you got a, a bunch of old heads that are white. Not old heads. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That are really? white no. who, I mean, who die like, out. Yeah, <laughs> we one, got one black. Like, Wait a minute. One. Listen to that statement. Wait a minute. No, 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 no. I, I Let me that. put this on pause real quick. We have one black. That's what Sappy just said. <laughs> but no, I, didn't, I, I was going. I was going to finish it. I wasn't trying to say it was as a positive. We had. I don't know if he still is. He Clarence Thomas. Oh Lord Jesus! I can't <laughs> say for sure. One that's, black male. That. But oh, you were yeah, say that's, male. That's, that's okay. one. But we talking about old white people who are in these positions who either die out or retire out after decades after decades and i think the biggest scam is that they try to tell us that this is the way it should be but like in the beginning i feel like george washington definitely said he didn't want to choose political parties and here we are he didn't have a political party but once once he gave yeah (laughs) but once he gave up he was like we shouldn't split we shouldn't divide Mm -hmm. we shouldn't divide ourselves because it's going to divide the nation but i feel like everybody everyone has different thought processes so there's always going to be a divide no matter what it's like a game of tug of war like literally one person gets in charge one party gets in charge and they do this and then Mm -hmm. another party does this and then it's like back and forth we're never actually getting anything done that's really the scam behind voting because it's like you say vote you're gonna vote you're gonna do this and don't get me wrong, y'all. Please vote. I'm going to vote. Please, please vote. <laughs> but like the girl from Twitter said, I'd rather get shot in the leg than the heart. But I'm still getting <laughs> shot regardless. <laughs> like, like, and also, it's like sometimes, yes, they're, they're, they have candidates that are, you know, voting for this or running for this this platform. And you have this candidate who's running this, for this platform. And neither, neither of those platforms represent what you want. Exactly. So you're so also you that rock in a hard place where it's like, yeah. none of this is going to benefit me, but I still got to choose. Facts. So I do understand sometimes where people are like, I don't even want to vote because this is not helping out my neighborhood. But then it's like, damn, you still got to vote because it is helping someone else's neighborhood. And mm. also you got to think about how hard these people ride so that we can't vote. Like voter, voter suppression, suppression? Is oh my god, crazy! The fact that from from history, how they started with voter suppression, like you know the grandfather clause, and there was one where they said um, you had to read sentences backwards, like you had to read a sentence. I backwards. can't even do that now. I can't. I can't even do the alphabet backwards. I'll be Me either. I'll be, be like, okay. And you know, they made you count like guess how many jelly beans are in a jar. Like they would do stuff so stupid, and even now, like with yeah, it's you know crazy the pandemic right going on, and they're saying people have and they're stand closing line. more polling places with a pandemic, which means more, more people, people be in, in a concentrated spot. area, like voter suppression or no like and i feel like if i'm standing in if i'm someone who is sick and i'm standing in line and i've been in line for two hours and they're like oh it's gonna be another six hour wait i'm like uh no i gotta go home and then i'm like if i'm gonna come back and it's gonna be the same situation why do i want to vote if this is gonna take all of this energy out of me and you know what the craziest form of voter suppression is for me representation no representation like dc right up the street dc they don't get representation they're not considered a state so their voting it just adds to the popular vote but if they had like electoral college votes which is a scam (laughs) it's also a scam (laughs) i mean if they had electoral college votes 
it would change everything around. DC and Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Like if they got the that's representation. What I'm saying. Puerto Rico and Guam, do they even vote? They like, vote. It yeah, just they goes vote. for the top. Right. But it doesn't. It's okay, the same with DC meant. though. Yeah. Like they don't get it. They don't get any representation. Mm-hmm. But they get taxed though. So also it's getting Which is crazy. I mean right. taxation without representation. Once again, once again capitalism uh rules ugly head. Like <laughs> they just find ways to keep getting money. Yeah. And it it's so crazy because sometimes we tend to gravitate towards people based on their gender or race. And I know a lot of people, you know, might have voted for Obama just because he, he was black. black. But there was guilty. also a lot of people guilty. who didn't vote for guilty. Obama just because he was black. So I'm not going to feel bad about that. But so. and I feel like that goes with education as well. Because if you have a candidate and you don't educate yourself on it, I'm telling like, we don't say no names, but we got <laughs> specific candidates who has specific thought processes that people or are just lack voting of on, thought uh, lack of thought processes that people are just voting because they think like oh this person is like this or he feels this way so I'm going to vote for him not because he has different you know not ideals but political platforms that he's running for people don't even care about that some people don't even care about the political party they're like oh he got a comb over i'm gonna vote for him mm-hmm. like uh, it, it, some people even do it as jokes like Kanye West people are physically writing in this man's name what is his political platform? Man. Silence. Like, uh, no, no one, one knows. knows. No, exactly. one just, no one really knows. To sing. He don't even days. know. He but, just want to sing. But <laughs> if, if we be honest, the person who's there now didn't know either. He just wanted to run. He just wanted to be important. He just wanted to be a part of something. And once that happened, he didn't like that. Like, I really feel like he don't like being there, y'all. Like, he'd be like, let me reverse out of here. <laughs> What's the worst thing I could do? And he does the worst thing and be every like- day. And then they just be like, oh, that's my dude, though. It's cool. Red hat. No. No. What? Like, I think the only reason that he got voted for so much is because the same reason people voted for Obama. Uh, They voted for Obama because he was black. People voted for Donald Trump. Because he's the ultimate redneck. Because he wasn't a woman. But I don't even think he's the ultimate redneck. I'm going to say that he wasn't a woman. And they were not, they was not, they was not messing with Hillary. Like if Hillary was, if it was anybody else, Donald Trump would not. Because they were talking about them emails, and I'm like, y'all, it's emails. Like right. y'all, y'all making a big deal out of this. Like, like this man has done way worse than emails in the first like ten days in office. Like, I, like <laughs> literally in the last ten days, he's done way worse. So, than do emails. you think it's lack of education? Like, do you think they should educate people more on their political platforms and what they're running for and all those things? Or political parties, they need more education on what political parties stand for. Uh, <laughs> yes and no yes and no and i said it because well we have the debates and things like that so when these people are campaigning in a sense i think it's kind of the responsibility of the voters to watch the campaigns and listen to what it is that they're representing or what they stand for or where they or their stances in general when it comes to um, society in america um so i i kind of really think it's on the person to kind of educate themselves because it's, you know, it happens every four years, um, as far as the presidential campaign is concerned. So, you know, they start, um, what is it, getting money and everything like that, like maybe a year, uh, like a year, year and a half before the actual election. Mm-hmm, so, <laughs> what is that? Them super packs. <laughs> right, but it's Scam. like, no. <laughs> so it's like somewhere in there, you kind of. You gotta educate yourself, you know. So I don't, I don't think it's necessarily their responsibility because they're putting it out there for people to know. But it's, it's up to us um, 
as voters to figure it out and then make our create our votes based on that. So as a voter, how do you think we should hold our political candidates responsible? Because a lot of people can say, oh, when I get into office, I'm going to cancel student loans. Man. And we've heard that so many times, you know, because I've forgiven my student loans. I'm just waiting on them to do it. I'm just waiting on you to say Miss Mary Mack, Sally Mae, whatever y'all want to call it. Y'all could, y'all could keep it. So how, how as a voter do we hold them accountable? Man, that's the big question. The I question. can honestly say I straight think, up, I don't know. Yeah. I really think gonna we do just have to office? hold ourselves accountable. Like, because if we teach tolerance and we teach equality and actually stuff like that, the way we're talking about it, the reason why these things come up is because we're really the most educated when we were in high school. Mm-hmm. If you think about it right now, have you watched the presidential debate? Yeah, I watched a little bit of both of them. But <laughs> in high school, you had to watch that for homework. You had to, like, go over the presidential debate, argue with people. Like, U.S. government was a clash. You were able to do that. You're really your most educated and most tolerant because you're surrounded by different people every day. But I feel like they do that because, for me, U.S. government was in 12th grade, and Mm -hmm. it was right before I was turning 18. So I feel like, yes, right before you turn 18, you're most knowledgeable on every single thing as far as, like, political parties and things like that. But Mm -hmm. I still feel like it doesn't – that still doesn't hold the – the candidate responsible, you know no, what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't, doesn't educate you on it. But, like, I don't think there's a way to hold the candidate responsible, especially when they're getting money. Sorry to refer back to capitalism, but <laughs> they're getting money from these companies who really only have their agendas in mind, and they're yeah. going to push their agenda. So if they're not pushing their agenda, they're not going to get money. So forget your agenda because that only makes them a mere, what does a president make, $450,000 a year? Uh-huh. That only makes them a $450,000 a year. But the company's agenda makes them $2 billion monthly. Like, some, Isn't that illegal? Yes. <laughs> but it's so know. illegal, but there's so many ways to, to get, get around it. Yeah. So many ways that are it's being done daily to get around it. Because... Mm. Tax write-off. <laughs> man, it's... Paying $750 in taxes. I'll say it. Ain't no I'll way. say it. I wish. And I'm poor. Like, it doesn't even make sense. But it's really important for us to get out and vote and have our voices heard regardless of what we think about the system or how it's broken. It's really up to us to be able to fix it. I feel like our voting is what fixes it. Yeah. Yeah, eventually. 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 (laughs) If we do it right. It's getting fixed like these roads out here. These (laughs) These potholes. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, we are the gravel. So, we got to, you know, come together and make some asphalt. You know. So, with that being said, guys, we're about to get ready to go ahead and get up out of here. Just remember that when you are at the polls, if you are there, by law, they are required to let you vote, no matter how long you have been waiting there. So, stay there, get your vote in. Shavon, go ahead, close us out. So, today's advice is to prepare us for voting tomorrow. Just make sure you bring snacks, brace yourself for long lines, wear comfortable shoes, and multi-weather apparel. But whatever you do, don't vote twice because that will get you locked up no Akon.